What's up, guys? Welcome back to Life as We Know It. My name is Holly. And I'm Sierra. We always argue, not argue, but look forward to whoever gets to do the introduction. We've been going on and off since the beginning. So, sadly, it's Holly's turn today, which is why this might get less uh, streams, because less people will just click out to hear Holly's voice, you know what Our five-star rating goes down to point one. <laughs> no, that's not even possible. Point five? Don't they do halves? I have no clue. Oh, no. I know. They they get into the, like, point zero 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 zero. Really? I wouldn't no, know. I'm a, they don't. I'm a Spotify user. Oh, okay. Yeah. Superior. Okay. Um, I have a disclaimer I'd like to start off with. I have low-key judged people who have used <laughs> fake tanner, and I used, I've been using pigmented lotion. Game changer. I feel unstoppable. Yeah, I'm going to have to get into that, because every time I look in the mirror, I'm like, this is literally bringing down the day by two points because <laughs> I'm pale. It's like, actually, it's really bad. And for Christmas, I got um fake eyelash wispies that go on the end of your eyelashes um after you put on mascara you just kind of stick it on and i'm like i don't even care that they're false i feel like a queen so no judgment don't don't judge until you try so true lesson learned how was Um, your week my week's been good but it's been a little bit affected by my uh morning snack which is a whole pomegranate. I am nice. currently obsessed with pomegranates. I eat a whole one every day and I was and it's pretty like like sour, like acidic. What are you laughing at? <laughs> so it's pretty acidic. And so I started looking up. I was like, is it bad to eat pomegranates this much? Because I kid you not. I thought pomegranates were so hard to eat cuz you have to like pluck all the stuff off and you know, like it's just little seeds. If you've never had it, it's quite possibly the best fruit. I don't think I've ever had it. Are you <laughs> kidding me? How have I not My done sister this? always used to eat them um, out of the bag when they were like pre-plucked. No, but they're so expensive pre-plucked because you, it's like $3 for like 100 berries. I don't know. I just, but, but I, was so always, small. I was always scared of them. It's literally like corn. It's like corn, but in a berry form. And it's like all, anyway, it literally looks like a masterpiece when I cut it open, but it takes me easily an hour to eat it. And this is represented, but usually I do it during um when I'm in class or I'm doing homework or I'm, you, you just know. said every morning. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I do it. Lie! Well, I have cl- morning in the class or I have class in the morning. <laughs> morning in the class. <laughs> so bad. It happens once a day. Okay. I'm getting, I'm getting sidetracked. Basically, I sat down one day to eat this pomegranate and I was like dedicated to eating the entire thing. And it took me 45 minutes and I was listening to a podcast and I just sat there and just the feeling of eating a pomegranate straight after it's cut right in the <laughs> fruit. It just feels so primal. Like you just, yes, I'm unfamiliar. like you just got out of hibernation in a cave and you have to go fend for berries and you open it up and you're using your hands to pluck all the berries off. And then you're like chowing them down, but the, the, um, the juice squirts everywhere and it stains this stuff so it's really dangerous honestly because i'm wearing a white sweatshirt right now it, anyway it's so dangerous it's just it literally i'm awake for what 13 hours and it takes an hour of my day so i spend one out of 13 <laughs> of my past week you're awake more than 13 hours you wake up at eight and you go i get my nine. beauty rest you stay up but i <laughs> so you face me until 12 30 last night that on was, a school night that was so on rare night no, so rare. the two most eventful things that happened to me this week one 
I fell asleep uh, during the day it, or evening, my my evening nap, and I woke up to a random man coming in. Like he was like walking into my room to measure it for for carpeting purposes, and it was the most awkward encounter. I was like, "Hello!" Like the it was oh just my a god, random- it, I felt like Obi Wan Kenobi. The hello there. Oh my gosh. It was anyway. And then the second thing, I was thinking about getting my Wendy's crispy chicken sandwich my entire shift at work. And at the very end of the night, when I finally get off, I'm rolling into the drive through and my window won't go down because the van is just so crusty. That's the only word I'll use to describe it is crusty. And None of, actually, no, three of four windows would go down, but the other, like, I'm not going to reach through another window to get the, the bag. That's just not possible. Why didn't you just and, open your door? Okay, no, I just, I literally was, like, I was so fed up with everything that I drove home and I cried. <laughs> I tell you, when you told me this story, I felt nothing but pity. Like, I just felt so <laughs> I didn't want to go inside because it was dark and it was late and I'm like, it's not even worth you it. Just open the door. I don't know why. Well, the Wendy's drive-through windows are high up. I feel like you can still reach, but it not if you're opening. The van doors are huge, and I'd have to like unbuckle my seatbelt to like. I just felt bad when you told me it because I'm like, I could just see you starting to go. I always go to Wendy's and I order my my um homestyle chicken sandwich, and there's no lettuce, and so it's you get just, the home style. Yes, I get the crispy. Yeah, I get the homestyle because I like the uh, I like just the blend of ingredients. There's only like three, but the homestyle feels like fattier. Okay, like the well, there, when there's bees. not lettuce, it is. It's just a <laughs> bun with the chicken and literally mayo and a tomato. I think like, it was. I think it was because of the romaine outbreak. Yeah, I don't know what happened there, but you know, romaine from selling sunset. <laughs> <laughs> that and I'm like none of our listeners are gonna get that reference because I feel like that show is underground probably that is not, not underground <laughs> I feel like I, I feel I've like only met like one it. person that's, li- that's no I've it. met a lot really yeah all right well Romaine I think we just boosted their streaming uh, they're <laughs> yeah. gonna outdo you guys Bridgerton. you guys want to collab no I was gonna say uh selling sunset if you guys want to collab both boost our ratios <laughs> or our yeah ratings. you can you can come design our set or something <laughs> <laughs> it's literally a card table. <laughs> but um Mary Mary <laughs> Okay, if you know, please please reach out if you know what I'm talking about. Uh, okay. first and foremost, I'm we're gonna talk about parenting whoa, today. Wait, 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 wait. I have one more thing that happened to me this week. Okay. And you just spoiled it. <laughs> no. I was at Goodwill yesterday <laughs> and I was literally simply going there for one thing. And I'm just there. I'm just there. <laughs> Just going through the men's shirts. And then I might have to back away from the mic. This man, (laughs) he goes, oh, yeah, (laughs) right next to me. Literally so loud, so loud. The entire store looked over, and he's sitting right next to me. And I look over, and he's staring right at me. And I'm like, (laughs) no. So my first instinct, I was like, I was like, hmm. and I just looked back at the shirts, but now I was paralyzed in fear. So he screams that the entire thing, like the entire store thinks that he's talking to me. He, might, he was, he was, but thinks that it's like about me. And then he goes, so good. And I'm like, I look over again.
again. And I'm like, stop looking. And <laughs> That's I look, how I feel about Goodwill. Yeah, so I look back at the shirts and I'm like, oh my God, this is it. This is literally it. Something's going to happen here. I'm going to get slapped on the face by a man at Goodwill. And, he, and then so let me describe him a little bit. He was old and white and wearing a long leather trench coat with like <laughs> workout sneakers. It was low-key an intimidating fit because it looked like something out of a movie, just like kind of <laughs> off. Like, I don't know. And then and then he goes, Guns and Roses. This is <laughs> such a good song. And then I'm like, okay, okay, okay. So it's me. not me. It's not me. And then he starts singing the song and walking away. And in that moment, I thought that was my my like my truth, my testimony. That's your happened. I survived this story. <laughs> you write one of those books. <laughs> it was ending right there but there was a crowd too so it was fine but like i was paralyzed in fear but okay we were talking about parenting today as if we know anything about parenting but uh first and foremost i'm scared that my future kids are listening to this and furthermore i'm scared that the internet still exists or this platform or some or just the fact that they can access it I mean... Yeah, I have a feeling the internet won't exist by the time we hopefully yeah. have kids. Um, no. No, you know, it's it's true because I would do anything to have a podcast of what my mom and dad were thinking so at 16. So true. So, sorry, suckers. <laughs> <laughs> edit, 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 edit. Oh, gosh. I'm talking about my kids, but, you know, I'll... Oh. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's kind of funny because... Um, when Sierra I just and I embarrass myself so hard. <laughs> I don't know what that was. Okay, sorry, so sorry, so sorry. far all all of our all our listeners have about you is that you love pomegranates and obsessed. I didn't go into it as hard as it is. I literally feel connected. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Um, when Sierra and I d- decided on this topic, we didn't discuss it at all. So, so s- today we like s- we get in our setup and all that. And I'm like, so these are all the stories I thought of, and these are the questions I want to ask you. And Zero's like, I wrote down every lesson my parents have taught me. <laughs> We're like, okay. So now we got double the info, so get buckled in for a long one. We've already been talking. Okay. Um, sorry, I get so sidetracked. Half um, of this podcast is us talking about our, ta- like, recognizing that we went on a tangent and talking about how much time we've been talking for. <laughs> it's just so interesting. I'm like, really? 10 minutes? 40? 50 seconds? Okay. Um... Okay, first thing we're going to go into, so we're going to break it down into reflecting on how we were raised as children slash teenagers, and then how we plan to either implement those or not implement those into how we will raise our future children, God willing. You know what I'm saying here? Mm-hmm. So we're going to start off by talking about how we were raised. Do a little, me- okay, um, walk yeah, down yeah. memory road or lane. Um, wow. Okay. Okay. I'm going to start by just saying some weird parenting things that my parents inadvertently taught me that I don't think they were purposely trying to teach me this, but they just taught it to me. And now I probably more important than some of the other overarching things that they taught me, like, you know, kindness and smiling. No, (laughs) this is it. Some weird ones. Is this the most out of pocket one? But I couldn't call my parents by their pronouns. Like I couldn't tell my what? i couldn't refer to my mom as she or her if what, i would you said like your worship <laughs> what no 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 i'm saying like sh- like 
I would be talking about, I would be talking in front of her, like to someone else. So say my mom's in the room right here and I'm talking to you. I was like, yeah, she doesn't know something like she doesn't know how to do this. And I would be like, who's she? And I'd be like, my mom doesn't know how to do this. It was something just like, it's the weirdest lesson. And I, her, her dad always said that to her, like, cause it's a respect thing to call them yeah. by their name and not saying she, like you're like below, like above her kind of like. Kind of like saying you're not equals. Like, your parents are your parents. You're going to call her mom and dad. You're not going to call them – they're not going to call them their first name. Mm-hmm. You're not going to call them sh- he or she. But you're just going to call them so – I, I thought that was interesting. Next one, I couldn't walk backwards ever because I got stitches from it once. And then my dad would always, like, think I was going to mess it up again. And I almost did one time. So, it yeah, it was just a big thing that I couldn't walk backwards or else I'd turn around and run into something. Another thing was that I couldn't play with doors or on the stairs because we had gotten <laughs> hurt with it so many times. Like, I couldn't slam the door. Like, I would have gotten more of a lesson, like, slamming the door than, like, stabbing someone, I swear to you. Like, I don't know. And playing, if he heard us, like, running up and down the stairs, he would get so mad because we'd gotten hurt from it so many times. He didn't want us to go to, like, Oswald or whatever. Yeah. My, um, I feel like we always, we have a lot of stair stories. We always would used to... We always would used to um, just, like, send ourselves down the stairs, yeah. and it was a great time. Like, we would put pillows at the, <laughs> at the bottom and just, you know, sleeping you bag, say, whatever, ooh, go for it. Ooh, but, um, no, one time, mm-hmm. Reed and Kyle were <laughs> my brothers. This was before church. They were messing around, monkeying around, whatnot. And somehow, Kyle's tooth ended up broken off and into Reed's head. And ah. we had to pick it. We had to pry it out of Reed's head. Nice. Yeah. And we still went to church. <laughs> so it's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like stuff like that just comes to mind when you said stairs. I yeah. Just- no, it was, like, a big thing. Like, you're not you're not running up and down the stairs. Like, if we were in an argument, like, stomping up, we'd be like, okay, wait, no, we, we have to take this upstairs. Like, we have to, it was like an intermission on the stairs, kind of. Like, if I was chasing her up the stairs, it was like, okay, let's start walking. And then we just start chasing up, like, upstairs. I don't know. It was so weird. And then the last one is that I couldn't tell my sister that I hated her. It was, like, a weird thing. Like, I, if we were in an argument, that was never, like, a counter-argument. Like, I hate you. It was, My mom would literally chop our heads off if we would ever say that to each other because she wanted us to... Like, that was probably my only argument, or my only claim in the argument, was just, was just, I hate you! Yeah, so that's different how we were, there's a couple things in here that don't line up, but yeah, I could not say that. And I definitely couldn't tell my parents that, ever. Ever. Would they break up the fight if you and Cameron were just like, no. Yeah, that's, that's something my parents, if my sibling was chasing me. There was no option to resort to my parents or, like, hide behind them, you know, because they just wouldn't do anything. I think that's, like, an unspoken rule of parents. I swear they have a secret society where they say, we do not intervene, because my parents never did that either. Also, wait, can I preface this by saying, Holly's parents are married and my parents are divorced, so we also have that indifference and a different um, upbringing, because I would guess, well, personally... I feel like I learned different things from my parents. They still co-parent and they're like re- they're friends, but like I learned different things from them. And they were obviously two separate household and different rules at times. But was I'm guessing yours was like a package parenting? Yeah, I feel like my parents never disagreed when it came to 
like they, rules. Well, they probably had already agreed on it before. I guess, say. yeah. Okay. But I, I don't remember ever like. I don't know if there was something kind of small. I mean, or I mean something big. Like there's something small. One of them would be like, she can do that, and then I'd be like, yeah, no. Yeah. But I feel like if it was something big, they have the same morals and like, you know. Yeah, I I interrupted by saying that we had, uh, whatever, but um. My dad, if ever when me and my sister were arguing, like, we'd be just screaming at each other in the car or just saying something, and I'd realize my dad, like, hadn't said anything. I'm like, Dad, are you hearing this? And he's like, settle it yourselves, girls, or, like, talk it out, or just something. He would just, like, not involve himself, and it honestly helped because there wasn't, like, the mom being the mediator. Like, I feel like we learned how to, like, settle our own battles and not resort to, like, hating each other and then, like, not talking to each other for four days. It was like we were just kind of resolved it within an hour, right? Yeah. And I feel like my dad, for whatever reason, he, like, wanted us to fight physically because when he was – and he's told us that. Like, he's like, you need to learn how to be aggressive and, like, all that because he grew up with three brothers, three old – or two older, one younger brother. And they were always wrestling and all that. And I don't know. I Like, I just – out of nowhere, I just remembered, like, one time being on the bus. This is terrible, but Reed just, like, straight up punched me in the face. And I remember I was like, as I was getting off the bus and it had snowed really heavily that day. And so the paths weren't um, shuffled mm-hmm. and running to the house. I, there was a trail of blood ah. from my face, just like thick. Nice. And I think about that and I'm like, read like, I don't, it doesn't make sense because it's not like. He, like, he was probably kidding around or, like, I don't know. But yeah. I just feel like I can think of a couple times where we were, like, r- or, like, running around the house and I would just always end up getting hurt. I feel like that only happened if me and my sister were, like, slapping each other's butts. And then just, like, one time it was, like, over the edge and, one, and Cameron would, like, overreact. I'm saying Cameron because sometimes it was me, but I'm just outing her. <laughs> and then that was only a But whenever we, like, fist fought, it would never be when our parents were home. We would never do that in front of our parents because, like, it low-key gets to the point where I'm, like... I didn't know I could do this. Like, I didn't know I had it in me. Like, not saying I'm, like, having, like, be- like aggressive tendencies, but, like, I just didn't know that I could, like, punch someone with actual hatred. And it's kind of scary, honestly, but your siblings are the only ones I could do that to. I could do that to no one else in the world with actual hatred. Because yeah, you're just so connected. The moments in my life where I've been the most infuriated ever was over something small with my siblings, and they all teamed up against me. And I would just, like, like completely lash out. Like, <laughs> full ape mode. Like, I don't even know. I remember they made fun of me because one time I was like, give me your hand. And then they, what? like, gave, they like took my hand. And I was like, ah! I just, like, started. I don't even know. Like, trying to swing them around. Like, kick them in the, sh- in the, in the stomach. You can't. You can't. I don't know if anyone's just picturing this. I'm picturing Holly, like, really skinny and, like, on all fours, I like, jumping. a twig. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I and thinking you could take all your older siblings. Like, what? <laughs> you, you grab their hands and fly them. Well, usually I resorted to just, like, chucking the Wii remote at them. <laughs> because I knew I didn't have the strength in me to, like, I don't know, or, like, anything you could find to just throw but most of the, actually no there's a dent in my um in my entertainment center below my tv entertainment center. like you know the like structure no, yeah. around your tent <laughs> tv i think that's the actual yeah, terminology yeah, yeah. for it but um from when i got really mad 
we were probably playing like Wii Sports or something, and I was losing. And I was little, and I just chucked it as hard as I could at the bottom of it. Nice. <laughs> and it's like, why did I do that? That, was, that wasn't even against my siblings. That was against my parents who paid for that. And the Wii. <laughs> and the remote. I know. I feel like I would never mess with stuff like that. Okay. We just got really sidetracked because we have a whole thing we want to talk about. But we're going to start with how our parents gave us a lot of freedom because they trusted us. Yeah. Um, both Sierra and I are the youngest in our families. And... There is such a difference, and I see it most in my in my friends that are the oldest in their families. Oh yeah, because yeah. they just did not have as much freedom, and it's like you can't hold it against them or anything, or even like make fun of them for it because that's just how it is. And so parents are obviously going to be um, way stricter with them. I remember, like, I had friends in elementary school who I would just ask them or like show up to their door and be like, "Let's go on a walk," and they'd be like, "Oh, like." my parents don't want me going on a walk like with just us or something like that. Yeah, and I'm exactly. like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like I, yeah, I was, um, I, I wrote that they let me go anywhere. Like to rant. Like some people are like, can I talk to their parents first? My parents are never like that. They're like, sure. Random play date. Sure. Like go hang no, out. No, see, that's where my, if it's a sleepover, my parents always want to meet the parent before. Yeah, and that stems from, my mom having terrible experiences because she would go on sleepovers and like their older siblings would like bully them or like trap them in the sleeping bag. It was traumatic. My mom's stories. That's wild. Cause my parents like let me sleep over anywhere. Not saying they're like, let me loose, but really they did. Like I, I mean, they kind of knew them. I'm like not sleeping over at some random Joe's house, but like they let me go anywhere, sleep over, like be friends with anybody. I think like they gave me a lot of freedom and that I didn't have a strict curfew. They didn't constantly text me, like, where are you? Can you help me date me? What you're doing, like, every minute of every day. They didn't, like, they let me go places alone, like, go to the mall with my friends alone and let me, I don't know, like, go hang out with my friends, like, walk there. I don't know. Yeah, you mentioned curfew. I've never had a curfew. My parents would just text me and be like, come home now. But, like, it's weird because then I never know what time it's going to be. Because yeah. sometimes they don't care and other times it's like, Actually, I guess they're, when I was younger, it was always, I guess still now, but, well, not now, but, like, when our church was still open, it was always, like, a Saturday night, you can stay out as late as you want as long as you wake up for church the next morning. True facts. I think but, mine was, I think mine's vaguely midnight, because it'd be, like, I feel like my dad will text me, like, I'm going to bed, dot, 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 meaning, like, I don't know what you're doing, but I'm going to bed saying, make a decision, let me know what you're doing, because it's midnight. But... If it's not that, may, I, maybe my mom would say, like, hey, what are your plans? Like, what are you up to right now? I have Life360, and but they don't use it, like, aggressively. They just do it, like, simply so that I don't have to say, where are you guys? I swear that's the only reason they have it. Yo, I don't have it. Well, yeah, you had a couple scuttles with it, but uh, I think well, that... Well, no, you say that like it was a bad thing. No, I, like, because it just kept deleting off my phone. Yeah. But my parents, they got it because um there was something, somewhere I was going to like somewhere I was going alone and I don't know actually I don't really remember what the reason was and then it kept deleting and they were just like it doesn't matter yeah I think I think we just have it just so that there's less confusion about where we all are or like how long we've been places I don't know just stuff like that but that's not it's but it's still freedom because they trust me and that's like where it stems from is that I've never made given them a reason to be like where are you what are you doing who are you with because I haven't done anything to majorly 
set them back and feel the need that they need to watch over me every second. Yeah. I was talking to my mom about it and she was like telling me how I, she said you were able to do way more than your siblings just because it's like she realizes nothing bad's going to happen if I ride my bike to my friend's house who lives kind of far, but like even at a young age, like I'll be fine if I know where I'm going. Yeah. And I see such a difference with my uncle who doesn't have kids. And when I was, because I, when I was little, I would go to Jackets games with him, like, all the time. And I remember, I was so young, and he just gave me a $20 bill and was like, you can go get food. Like, in my head, I was, like, five. I don't know how young I really was, but it was, like, a core memory. Like, it was, like, a long time ago. And I remember being like, okay. And I literally, like, wandered around Nationwide Arena and knew how to get back to his seats because they were season um tickets so like I knew his seats but like it's just crazy because I feel like my parents would never do that because they had so many kids and it's just like a parenting thing like you know if you're that young like you don't honestly even if I was an uncle I'd probably be even more protective because it's not my kid and it's (laughs) even more of a responsibility at sometimes but (laughs) that's funny um I think of that I didn't really realize that, but I think maybe all of this built-up trust and, like, freedom and independency that I've had has – independency? Is that a word? Independence. Independence. Yeah, independence. Might be. That I went to – when I went to Chicago, like, last year, I was allowed – like, my dad had some, like, meetings that he had to take, so I was just walking aimlessly around Chicago <laughs> alone, like, on a, like, random, like, Tuesday morning. Hey, I love that store. <laughs> um, no, but I was just walking around, and I was like – why do I have the ability to do this as a minor? Like, why can I literally just aimlessly walk around a random city with all these random people? And like, uh, literally it was like downtown, like the main, the main drag. I think it's like Michigan Avenue or something. And I just felt like, okay, this is literally what I've been raised to be. Like, I feel like some people would be like, I'm not going without my parents. Like I'm so scared of like, I don't know. Maybe that's also stem from, I think I'm a, invincible because i've watched all crime shows my entire life which is don't even we were talking about literally last episode about you walking three houses that's very different that's very different that's at night in my neighborhood i I don't call you when i'm walking there at noon it was daytime and i'm just walking but i feel like i have all the tactics to read people and profile people but the also thing about parenting is that i was literally allowed to watch the most morbid like graphic shows from second grade I swear to you see my parents probably wouldn't have let me or they would have just discouraged it they would have been like no don't watch that or like turn it off my my mom loved them I think she just wanted to watch it and then she's like oh might as well yeah I don't think my dad was really on board with that but um well I feel like when I'm older I'm gonna want to give my kids a lot of freedom in um as far as you know wandering off on their own because like my oldest brother He didn't, you know, obviously he's the first kid. My parents are going to wait longer for that independence piece. But then he was more rebellious in high school. Whereas for me, I feel no need to like go off and do my own thing and, you know, be this whole rebel because it's like I never, I don't know. I've always had that ability, I guess, if that makes sense. So I've never, I don't know, felt the need to do anything bad or like, yeah. I think it's actually helped to begin with. But I think it, it was the building, the trusting, and I just, like, had it in my head that, like, they're giving me all this trust. I don't want to ruin that and break their trust and disappoint them and have them, like, actually worry about me, you know? It was, like, subconsciously, like, I 
okay, like I have the freedom. This is my life, which goes to the next thing that we have is letting our parents, letting us have our own lives and control of like our own daily things and like letting us realize that our lives aren't kind of controlled by our parents. Like it's all in all our lives. And what I see this most in is, um, well, first thing my dad like wants me to have, well, both my parents want me to have experiences in life like he's not all about the shopping and like you know the materialistic stuff but he's definitely like wants me to have the experience of like being young and going to concerts and going to like to going to amusement parks with my friends or going on vacations with friends or going to camp in the summer there's just things that he's willing to to spend for me to do not because I mean, it's a sacrifice at times to let me to do all this stuff, but he wants me to have those experiences because you grow a lot from doing things on your own that are big like that. And he's just always told me, like, I want you to do the things that I did and more. So that's his mentality. And then also giving me control over decisions, whether it's, like, just kind of for my future. Like, they're not being so strict. Like, you should go to this college. You should apply here, here, here. They're letting me do my own research and, like, choosing – what sports to play and when to stop playing the sports if I get tired of it then obviously they're like but you're really good at it like are you sure ultimately it's my decision if I want to stop playing the sport which has been really helpful in deciding what I like to do I'm also thankful my parents were never the parent that would like no shade to anyone who had this parent but that would walk up and down the sidelines of the soccer field yeah screaming it's like my parents could not care less if I was happy then yeah and after the game if I was upset they would completely you know, like, listen and, like, add to my fury about Mm -hmm, something, mm -hmm. but it's, like, in the actual game, they're, like, they don't care as long as... Well, and and he didn't, and my parents didn't talk to my coach, like, you're not playing my daughter enough. Oh, my, no, Like, why are you keeping my kids extra for practice? Like, they let me sort out those things. I talked to my coaches, my teachers. So you weren't getting played? Loser. (laughs) I'm saying this, no, I'm including people, because I kid you not I don't think I've ever sat on a bench long enough for it to be warm like (laughs) (laughs) I'm joking no I'm literally joking but they would just they were like if I have a problem with how this like programs run or whatever say for like school sports they're never gonna go up to the parent because that's invading in my life and that could ruining things for me like the parent now is something against me for no reason or the coach I mean I had a couple um club volleyball seasons where the parents were just so overboard with you know like screaming and all that not uh, when I was younger because that's when I feel like people like the girls were just doing it because their parents you know like put them in the sport Mm -hmm. but I remember one time specifically my mom came over and we were having conversation I was sitting with my team and this was like middle school when everyone's a brat my mom walks away and all the girls on my team go Holly it's weird how nice and respectful you are to your mom (laughs) And I'm like, get me out of here. What am I doing? Like, and I remember they were all so rude. Like, their mom would come over and be like, do you want me to buy something? Like, Subway or, like, whatever, because we're, like, in the middle of a tournament. And be like, oh, my God. Like, they would just freak out. (laughs) And I, like, so many times. Or, like, any time a parent would, like, ask anything. And I remember just, I'm like, like, yes, obviously I've disrespected my parents before. But 
not that often. <laughs> like, I feel like it's it, it had to be it has to be something like big or if I'm like genuinely in a bad mood. No. But if it's just like on a no. regular, you of know, day, not. like they would not put up with that. My mom's number one lesson that she verbalized was that her biggest thing is about respect. Like we respect her and we she is our mom. We're not going to we couldn't I mean, obviously, there's times when I did, but we couldn't talk back. We couldn't tell her. I couldn't tell mom to shut up. I couldn't ignore her. I couldn't slam the door on her. I couldn't lie to her at all. She could see right through it. Mm-hmm. I, you can't, I don't know. There's just so many things she would not tolerate that whatsoever. And I respect it so much because I feel like it's made me a more respectful person to everybody yeah. around me. So my mom had this um, parenting technique she came up with. And I Ah. will be using it and I'll be sharing it with you guys because it is crazy good. It's worked for all of us. When we were at a young age, the first time we ever talked back or like, you know, it was out of like we were, we had that cognitive ability to like talk back in a really rude and disrespectful manner. My mom would in a completely calm way, walk up to us, put her hand um, like on our chin, like grab our chin mm-hmm. and put her face probably like three inches away from ours and said, you do not disrespect me. Why am I? And when I tell you? you, when I tell you, if you were to ask any of my siblings, we all remember the time it happened to us. Like that's how, yeah, sh- like, you know, what's the word like shuddering or like impactful like influential but yeah like that's how influential it was it was this we all have the moment like I remember exactly where I was I was Dude, probably so only efficient, like so I, efficient. I was probably only like three and my mom said it just it it like I don't want to say it never happened again because obviously you'll have your little hiccups yeah. but like it never like it was like you shut it down one time is all it takes and let and instead of you being like don't do that and then the parent lashing out back it, it's like it doesn't work. Yeah, you know? I feel like I feared my parents in certain aspects when I was younger, which I feel like is important. Like there were things that I would genuinely be afraid of their reaction. Not saying it was aggressive or violent. I'm saying like I couldn't talk back because the punishment would have been scary and made me feel uncomfortable. And that mine mom's told me one of the stories kind of relates to what you said. Hers was less efficient, but um, <laughs> she said that it was for my sister. So my sister was like three years old. And she, so they were in the kitchen or whatever in my old house. And my sister took out all the towels out of this one drawer in the kitchen. I don't know. She was just young. Like she's a top, like, I don't really know. I I have no reference for what a three-year-old is, but she just took all the towels out of this drawer. And my mom said, okay, you know, can't put them all back in. And Cam was like, no. She said that to my mom. And mom's like, this is the first time it had happened because she was so young. It was like, she had no ability to even think that she's entitled to things. And so mom's like, you're going to do that, Cameron. You're going to put the towels back in. And she's like, no, I was like a little toddler. And my mom said, she was like, just so frightened. Cause it was the first time it had happened. Obviously that like your child thinks they're like above you. And she was like, if you are going to do this and if you do not do this, you are in trouble, Cameron. And she's like, no. And so my mom told me that she just sat there on the kitchen ground looking at my sister and 
so Cameron still like wasn't doing anything, but she started to fold them in like this. So she was old enough to fold things, but she was folding it like corner to corner, corner to corner, every single little towel, like as slow as she could. And then I was like, put them all away now. And she was like, no. And my mom said, when I tell you to do something, you're going to do it. And my sister just kept refusing over and over. And so my dad came over. She's like, he's like, Lily, you're really doing this all over towels. And I was like, this is not about towels. This is about the fact that she is saying that she's not doing something when I tell her to do it. And so she said she sat there for over an hour waiting for my sister to just put these towels back in the drawer. And she finally did it. And then I don't think my sister did that again because she realized she just spent an hour of her life not doing something when she when her mom told her to do something you know what i'm saying yeah definitely inefficient though when you just said that your mom's grabbed your face my mom definitely my mom wears rings to the she's had these rings all of her fingers to the point where like she can't take them off because she's never takes them off ever she sleeps in the showers them and so she just can't take them off they're like literally like part of her hand because of that and so when we were little, our punishment in like a crowded room, if we disrespected her and she didn't want people to know, is she would just grab our little hands as and she would squeeze as hard as she could with her rings. <laughs> and I kid you not, silently we would fall to the ground like a fly because it hurt so bad. And it was like, it was immediately like subservient. I was like, okay, okay. And I just ran away because yeah. it hurts. It's did, like, you have you ever to do get, that. Did you ever get spanked? Oh, uh, no, not really. I don't really remember. I mean, I, I remember a few times, but it was, it wasn't like. They're often. mild, but you remember. You yeah, just remember. I know. And it's just so efficient, not efficient. But we're saying this like our parents. I, I don't even think it is. Everybody has their parent at one time. Their discipline was physical because you have to remember that, and it worked. Mine was. I remember it's because I was bullying Reed. <laughs> like, I. Was, How would you bully Reed? He was. Oh, I thought like I would all. No, I. I was looking through my Snapchat memories and literally. Two months ago, I have a I had a um Snapchat. It's me smiling, and the caption was I didn't put it anywhere. I just saved it because like I don't know. I save random things that happen. And evil. Yeah, and it was mm-hmm. and the caption or like the words on it was, "Mom just told me I've been bullying Reed too much lately." <laughs> and it was two months ago when he was home for break. She like said she was like Holly, you've been bullying Reed lately. You need to lay off like too much. I had to tell my sister that. Be- well, that was actually a whole mental breakdown. But um, anyway, um, the discipline thing that we've been going off on, I feel like my parents taught me like healthy discipline in a way that they didn't force me to do stuff with the like with the reasoning as like I told you so. I'm your mom. Even oh, though they yeah. would say that, that would be for little stuff. I feel my parents never said that. They never used that. They always had like a reason. Maybe there was some stuff when I'm like. I don't want to go get the apples at the grocery store. Mom's like, I'm your mom. Go do it. But like, that's kind of just like on the fly. But, um, but the ones that come to my mind are when I was really little, like elementary school, I hated showering so much. I <laughs> literally did not shower. I hope this is a relative or like a thing that happens to everybody. That's not. Yes, it is. In the summer, I kid you not. I, my literal reasoning was that, um, the pool was a shower like in my head I was young enough to not understand that that's not a shower but in the summer when the pool is my shower so I probably showered like once a month in the sh- in the summer I'm not kidding anyway <laughs> oh I'm not it's like I can't tell if it's bad but it's no I can true. tell you 
I can tell you. It's very bad. true. So when I was little, my dad would like when we had to shower at his house. Like I, well, I don't know, we just hated showers, and but he wouldn't. They wouldn't have like bath time or anything. He wouldn't say like shower because I told you so. Shower because you have to. He'd say shower because your teachers know <laughs> when you look dirty and you haven't showered. And I was like, at the time, it, I had I was in third grade and I had my favorite teacher ever. And I was like, I don't want her to think I'm like dirty. That's when we and were. Gross. That's when we were friends for the first time. Yeah, I didn't that's, shower. How was I your friend? That's I didn't disgusting. shower. Disgusting. Um, I was like, I do not want my teacher to know that I don't shower because obviously you could tell when someone's hair is matted down, ugly. <laughs> And okay, other things that just go on that, like they tell me to study and get good grades, not because they told me so or that they expect straight A's, but because they they know that I have potential and they don't want me to waste that by not having a work ethic or you're going to go to practice, not because I told you so, but it's because you made a commitment to the team and this is your like yeah. this is your job as a child to go to practice. You're not going to do it just because you're tired or whatever. Obviously, that you know, give me some grace here and there. But my, yeah, my thing that's similar to your showering issue mm-hmm. i wore the same like two shirts every day in elementary school i would wash them in between though i remember they were always clean but ask any of my siblings and they'll say yep flip-flop shirt and blue midwest gymnastics shirt and my neon you didn't green even do gymnastics i did like when <laughs> i was really little and it was it was like amber's hand-me-down shirt too but i just loved it and i would wear neon green justice shorts and in the winter i would wear white leggings underneath them but that was like that's my serve. outfit that's a serve yeah i know lebron james he didn't start that i did <laughs> i did you guys that i kind of missed that because it was so comfortable to not have to pull down your shorts because you're wearing leggings under so if there's a slip up <laughs> it did, it's not a slip up okay We've been talking so long about how our parents raised us. I think it's interesting, and I think this is interesting that people can be like, how did my parents raise me, and reflect on it, or even, like, talk to their parents. Like, what? how did you approach raising us? Because I feel like my dad said he won it, and my, my mom prepared. Like, there's just different ways, and I feel like it's interesting to learn. But just know, I was telling the people that I eat lunch with this yesterday, I will judge you if you still pack your lunch. I mean, you, if you still have your parents pack your lunch for you. My parents, I've never packed my lunch since I was in first grade and since I've ever had a lunch at school. I've packed it. Like, it was up to me. My dad cuts my lettuce. Shut up. Yes, he does. Sometimes, sometimes. I wonder if Wendy's isn't giving you your lettuce. That does Even not on correlate. My side. That does not correlate. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I just repeated that over and over in that song. Okay. <laughs> How we will raise our kids. Hopefully, if we get the chance to have beautiful children. And I also kind of forget that I could have a son because it's just me and my sister. So I have no experience with that. So that's going to be a little daunting. But um, you never know. You never know. Um, And then Holly has some questions that she's trying to surprise me with somewhere in here. So we'll see what I say. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was part of my uh, planning for this episode. I just thought of a ton of questions that I wanted to ask Sierra. I think that means that you have a curious mind. <laughs> I'm joking. Okay. 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 So we're going to start by just talking about like daily things that about our kids or like as teenagers that would just wait that we feel like we I feel like it's interesting to to think about how we want to raise them and then how we actually end up do hopefully in the future. So first things we got driving Holly. I was going to start with like I was going to start with poop. I can't do poop like when they're little. I can't do anything gross. I've never changed a diaper before in my life. I hate to say it. I hate to expose myself on the Internet like that. But I've never... Um, I've never changed a diaper. Where would that even come in? Like babysitting. I only babysit like older kids. My mom told me not to mention it in this episode because I was talking to her about it. Because <laughs> she was like, don't expose me like that. 
But when I was a newborn, she had a 12-year-old babysit me. So unrelated and so wild. No, I'm just saying that 12-year-old's no, ready to be a mom. I babysit, she has experience. I babysit 12-year-olds. So. Yeah, I, exactly. So imagine you're that girl yeah. babysitting me when I was a... Um, she could do it. I believe in her. But A um, newborn. But anyway, I was going to say, I was thinking about how um, when I was like... I don't know how old I would have been, like two. Um, we when we were in our old house. My mom or like my family was having a um showing for a house because we were moving, and right before the people were coming, I crapped my pants. Ah. <laughs> and like you can't, they always say to bake um homemade cookies before a showing because it has to smell good in your house. That's what seals yeah. the deal. And my mom. It was like screams to Amber. She's like, get her out. Just get her out. And Amber dragged me across the lawn to the neighbor's house. And my mom just had our neighbor deal with my my poopy diaper. Why is that hilarious? I know. If someone knocked on my door and said, could you change my daughter's diaper or my <laughs> sister's diaper? I'd be like, sorry, I don't buy Girl Scout cookies and I close the door. <laughs> no, I would not interact. No, we were fam- like we were family friends with her. Oh, okay. Okay. That makes But like, it's different. just hilarious to think about. Yeah, that is really funny. Um, okay. Driving. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut. I. It sounds like I just cut you off right there. But we got a mission. We got an agenda to fill. Driving. Holly was talking about when we will let our kids, like, have a not have a car, but like, if you're gonna buy your kids a car or like you're gonna let them pay for their gas. I don't know. Yeah, I. I'm never gonna buy my kid a new car. That's ridiculous to me. When I'm in the parking lot at school and I just see all these new cars, I'm like, I would be so nervous as a teenager driving a brand new car because of anything could happen you know i think it's just like the safest hand-me-down car like i kind of like how mine was because it was like a relative's car they were just giving away so there's still some money attached to it because my dad bought it but it's not like like it was like such a deal because it was literally his sister's car and i like that because I know that there's like an investment in it. So I take care of it, but it's also not the fact that I feel like I earned it and I have to pay for my own gas. I don't know, but they also help me too. So it's like, I like the balance of feeling responsibility, but not feeling like so stressed about having to like pay for all the gas and thinking like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. I feel like if you also, if you get your kid a brand new car and you pay it for them and everything, you're kind of setting themselves up for failure. Because they'll never learn, like... I mean, but people could be spending their money for kids in other ways. Like, say you buy a car, that's a long deal. That's, like, 10 years probably for a car. But then you don't really help as much for college. Or you don't say, I'm giving you an allowance. There's other stuff that goes into it. So, I feel like that's a generalization. But, yeah. I can't imagine, like, brand new Range Rover. Like, that's just, like, why do... There's just... uh, A kid doesn't even deserve that. I don't know one person who deserves that. Sorry. Yeah. No, yeah, it's just and like That's I think me about being salty. I do not deserve a Range Rover. Yeah, same. I, I my parents do. No, I honestly I love. I honestly love one, the van but. too. Like I always say, like when people are like, "Oh, that's your car." I'm like, "Yeah, it humbles me." But it's like, no, it's it's no, a nice that's car. A bomb car. Because also, I mean, well, and nothing. I mean, the doors don't close half the time. <laughs> but I was gonna say, I feel like I'm never nervous if something were to happen to it. My parents wouldn't care because it's an old yeah. car. I mean you know and I feel responsibility but not to the point where I'm like stressed that much okay will you let your kid um get their license as soon as possible or do you think it'll depend on the kid like would you ever make them wait because you don't think they're responsible enough I mean 
no no not well i mean i guess it's weird because it hasn't happened to me and my sister where it's like we ha- we broke our parents' trust so many times where we don't trust them in the car, but I guess it just depends on the kid, I guess. But or I if they're reckless. Like, I think about some people in our grade or people I'm even friends with that I'm like, they should not have their license. If my kid was like that, I don't know if I'd have the power, the willpower to take away their license if they haven't proved themselves wrong necessarily, but just like... Mm. Or I think about people who text and drive. Yeah, I guess I would just grab their face when they get their license and say do not take this as something that you have done before and think you're too cool for this. Like you literally have your entire life in your hands when you're driving Mm -hmm. and there's just no reason to put anything in jeopardy. Like there's just like instilling the fact that this is literally your life and you have full control when you're alone in the car and there's no reason. Yeah. That's in that, that thought sometimes because we're overtakes, literally little kids. Overtakes my mind when I'm driving and I start to get really anxious because yeah. I'm like, I'm driving a multi-ton vehicle and I could just when wipe I think, out everyone around when me I think, if I really like, want to do. If I had like, if something like hit the windshield and I kind of freak out and I turn the wheel and I'm in the ditch, I'm literally dead. That's my life gone. It's so scary. Okay. Dating. Are you going to, I feel like my parents let me date in quotations whenever I wanted, but I feel like. I, I always told they myself left the lanes free. I guess I would just let them. So I always told myself, Holly, do not get a boyfriend before you can drive because that's just like stupid. I kind of broke. I broke me. that rule. <laughs> no, I broke it too. But I just feel like it kind of does um, depend on how mature they are and all that. But I think about my sibling or like Reed had like girl quote girlfriends in elementary school. So it's like, what yeah, do you yeah, define yeah. as like, like, I guess like a serious relationship. But I was talking to my mom about this like today and um, she was like, yeah, we, you never even like consulted with us. Like you just did your own thing. Yeah, I didn't either. And I'm like, but I, I don't know. I guess I told them, I was like, but I knew you guys wouldn't care. My mom was like, yeah, I know. It's, I think it's like th- when you're really young, you don't want to have a, you know, boyfriend girlfriend but not that that for that but just because if they if you started to only think about them and text them that's really bad when you're really young because you're still growing and like mentally figuring yourself out so so I think like a dependency but that doesn't even happen I'm just thinking I'm now I'm thinking about like high school stuff but I think it hasn't been an issue in my life I feel like if it got extreme I don't know maybe just you mean depending on, like, another person? Like, saying, like, some people in, like, sixth grade are, like, heartbroken and shattered for two years. Oh, yeah, years, I can't. like, there's just no, there's no I never any- really had that, because I, yeah, I didn't date till I was in high school, I think. Yeah. But well, I, so it's like, I feel like I just never had any intention, because in my head, I'm like, oh, anything before that is fake. Well, I quote-unquote dated someone in middle school. Well, I did. I literally did, but it didn't, it wasn't, like, my life. Like, I had a life outside of it, but I felt like if you were, like, in fifth grade, and you're starting to, like, hang out with them more than your family. I don't know why that would happen because you're – I guess I'm thinking, like, middle school. Yeah. Because you could still, like, spend a lot of time with them, and it would be like, oh, you and Johnny. I don't really know what's going on there. <laughs> like, you're literally 12, but – Yeah. So that would be weird. But I think you also got to let your kids figure that out because that's, like, a big, like, very personal part. You could obviously give advice like your parents could, but I feel like they can't control who you're t- – I don't know. That would be kind of invasive. Yeah. Depends on the kid. I agree. Um, next is screens and screen time and social media and phones. When you, Okay, this is like the this is the only thing I've really thought through, but I haven't really at all. It's just like 
I know that I don't want my kids to be addicted to their phones, and I don't know what to do about that. But Yeah, it really physically pains me um, when I see kids just completely addicted to their phones. The other night, Sierra and I were at um, in the parking lot of a restaurant, and there were kids crossing, like, crossing the parking lot where I was about to drive into them. And they were just glued to their tablets. And they were like giant tablets too. It was like straight out of Victorious. <laughs> it was a pair iPad pad. 12 Pro or whatever it's it was, it was. It was Robbie's pair pad from Victorious. <laughs> and they dropped it. I'm like yeah, going yes, on. Yes, and the kid drops it and the parents are like, oh, Johnny. Like, and it was, I, oh my God, I was cringing so hard. No, I'm no, like, they, no, they didn't overreact. They were like, they were kind of in a hustle because they saw you were coming and they saw their kids weren't even looking at the road. And then he dropped it, and he had this protective case. And then he like picked it up slow, saw there was a car, and then I walked thought the mom way. was like, ah, and then no. they were like rushing. No, the them. mom was no, well. The mom was like, pick it up, and then moved. I don't know. Oh my gosh! It was just they, like they, they were at dinner. My parents actually that is kind of a rule that my parents have had is just like no phones at dinner. Yep, but me too. No phones at dinner. Yeah, and I will do that. There's no reason. Well, I feel like it wasn't. None of us really wanted to go on our phones yeah, at dinner. It's it was fun. just. It was just like if we ever had it out, my mom would be like, put it away. No, like, it was a thing, like, no phones at dinner. Yeah. And, like, even, like, kind of when we were setting the table stuff, it's just disrespectful and, like, our parents are cooking and then you're, like, on their, f- I don't know. Yeah. And just, like, straight, just to eat it, say thank you, and then go back on your phone. Like, no, it's time to spend with your family. They didn't do it just so you eat it. They do it so they can spend time with you. But um, the whole screen thing, like, I just, I don't know how to do it because in my experience of babysitting children in the age of, like, all this technology – it's hard because when their parents set a screen time or say, like, they call it tech time. So, like, you can have an hour of tech time. Dude, I don't know. Tech time. No, it's it's true because that's what they enjoy doing at times. But it's hard when they're on their technology. And this goes for, like, my future kids, I guess. And, like, you tell them to get off it. Like, their limit is up. But then they see nothing fun to do after that. And they think that technology is the only way they can have fun. And then everything is boring. So what I've found is that I got to have something to do right after they get off technology so they see that there's a replacement after you're on technology. Like, okay, let's get off our things and go outside and go to the pool. Let's go, like, after your game, like, two more minutes, and then we're going to go outside and play lacrosse. We're going to go outside and jump on the trampoline. We're going to go draw. Like, there's just things that need to replace it. I feel like that's sad, though. It's really – Because it's like then kids are used to that instantaneous, um, like – uh, like yes i got to go on my phone it's like, like like they always need the the next thing and i feel like my parents i don't know i feel like i just when i was little i would just dwell in being and i feel like yes i got an ipod in elementary school at some point but it's like there wasn't even that much i could do on it like i remember playing subway surfers and listening to music and that's like pretty much all i would do on my ipod there was I well yeah this goes into how we're, how old we want our parents to or our kids to get a phone or social media. I don't know if I regret my parents doing this. I don't even know how they did this because it wasn't like they just had whatever money to throw around on us getting a phone. But me and my sister each got a phone at the same time, which is interesting because she's two years older. I got a phone in third grade and she got a phone in fifth grade. Well, she had like a BlackBerry, I guess, before just to text our parents. But their reasoning was that they wanted us to be able to keep in contact with them, which is valid. But it also was like, I, at that time, I did not need a phone. And obviously, I, I wanted a phone. I'm a kid. I want a phone. But I just, 
I don't see I, I guess everyone had an iPod before me but then I got a phone and everyone's like oh my gosh you have a phone and I was like I guess I do have a phone like I don't really know I got mine at the end of sixth grade it just yeah I think that's a very normal age because that's the time when you're getting into activities where the parents are not as involved. And it was my mom's old phone. Like it was a, it was a 5C, I think. Mine was like a 4S or something. I, remember, I just remember because I was so excited, but I guess it was like my replacement iPod, I guess. I had a DS when I was younger that I was addicted to, but that, I feel like that wasn't even that bad. Me and my sister would play on it together. It for, was like for whatever reason, I feel like there's such a difference between ds's and smartphones and i mean you could argue that there's not but when i think about my childhood i wouldn't tell you that i was addicted to electronics but i was always playing i was always ds downloading with my siblings and we were playing games but it's like yeah. that's interactive that's not me in well, my room on my phone like video games are interactive though because they're playing yeah. with friends but i, but don't I think about kids nowadays like i guess i don't know any kids that on tiktok it's like I just yeah, don't see that. it. It's like it's so passive that it's like there are better things that you need to develop your mind. I'm literally talking like a therapist, but it's so true. Yeah, no, it is. And I don't want I didn't get Snapchat till like seventh grade, which I literally respect so much for my parents because there was no need for a fourth grader to have Snapchat. Yeah. It's just like what what where was the oversight there? But um I say that because my mom had a lot of restrictions on what I could watch on YouTube. Like, she just trusted me. She's like, don't watch anything you shouldn't be watching. And this one time, she came in, and I'm watching the Miley Cyrus Wrecking Ball video. <laughs> I don't think... No. I literally... When I tell you this, I wasn't ashamed because... Well, first of all, it just felt like someone coming in on you changing or something. <laughs> or, like, going to the bathroom. It's like, oh, my God. Uh, and I just remember breaking down into sobs and going on my hands and knees and begging for her forgiveness because <laughs> such a graphic music video for a very young child. And I was just sitting on like, just looking up at the computer at her, just rolling on this ball. I don't know. It's just so <laughs> weird. And my mom was just mad. And then she's like, you're not going on YouTube without my permission. Like again, because you just broke the trust. Yeah. And I listened to her. I did not go on YouTube without her permission it could be for school and i'm like can i can i go look at this you know like teaching and it's like i trust i don't know i just didn't want to disappoint her after that my mom never wanted us to watch um like music awards because the performances were always so raunchy if it was ever my mom on my mom's like turn it off <laughs> that's interesting because i was watching one and then i think it was like lizzo i forget and she was singing a song and i was watching it just me and my dad and there's just a big rotating butt in the background. That was, the, like, the stage. And I was like... That was the prop. Yeah, and my dad's like... It was, like... It was just silently agreed. Let's just change the channel. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I don't know. Social media at a later age. I guess we can't pinpoint it. But I just... I don't want my kids to be that involved with it. Because now... That's going to be the only thing they talk about. If their friends have that. Think about that. They're going to be like, oh Mom, can I God. please... That's what I would say about mascara... I didn't wear mascara till seventh grade, despite the fact that I played around with makeup my entire childhood, like elementary school even. And I don't think I understood that that you had to take off makeup for it to come off, but <laughs> I would just like, I don't think I would take it off, but I definitely played with it. And I, I never wore it to school because mom said I couldn't, but yeah, there's just stuff like that. Like I would let my kids wear whatever clothes they want. They got to go through the ugly clothes because I look back and I'm like, the confidence there <laughs> like the tutus the sequins the sparkles they my mom my dad never made me change and 
My mom let me have ice cream every single day. Same. I, I don't would, know if that was indulgent. It was a ritual. I would eat ice cream every day when I would get home from school and I'd watch um that brain show for, on Nickelodeon, <laughs> the brain games and Zoe 101. <laughs> Eating ice cream after school. Yeah, or the I popsicles that. that are like red on top and then like either blue Dude, I hate or popsicles. white or green on I the bottom. I always would. Yeah, there's just stuff like that. I feel like that I would just like that's just not necessary i'm not gonna let them like gluttony but i'm just gonna be like have the bowl you know like your metabolism is in full range right now i'm not gonna be a health freak either because my parents i don't know we have our mcdonald's and our burger king nights when i go to a friend's house and they have like not one appetizing thing it's like rice and crackers yeah and like I don't know, like whole grain, like not even bread. That's like fake if they bread. shop at like the Whole Foods or whatever the like that's not hating store them, is. but it's more. Like no, I'm saying like because they don't buy junk food. A children needs <laughs> snacks, and I looked at children differently if they didn't have snacks. I'm like, I don't know who you are, really. But also, part of an I- there was an issue sometimes with me packing my own lunch at that young of an age because. There were probably a few times where I didn't even pack a real lunch. There was no real food. It was, like, all fruit roll-ups and, like, Oh, you salami. packed it in elementary school? First grade. No, like, since I've had a lunch at school, oh, I packed my wow. own lunch. Oh, wow. You meant that when you said yeah, that. Yeah. Like, my... Because my siblings were all older, so, like, it wouldn't make sense to, like, still have a kid to be packing a lunch for when you have a kid applying for college. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. that just feels weird. Um... But also, I don't I think my mom even packed a lunch for my oldest brother. So maybe it was just them, like, <laughs> forcing independent. No. No, like, I'm lit- I was joking. Like, that's a response. Um, and, like, well, I don't know if I said, like, doing my own laundry. Like, I can't remember the last time my parents did my laundry. I think they picked their battle because I clean a lot of stuff, I feel like, in the house. Like, I, like, tidy up the house. It's my responsibility to do that. But it's also, I don't do, well, I actually have to do my own laundry sometimes now. But, um. Wait, I don't, did I say that right? I meant to say. I can't remember the last time my parents had done my laundry. Yeah, yeah. Like, you okay, do yeah. your own laundry. Yeah. Um, okay. We should probably just go. I'm just going to go speed around into characteristics that I want to instill in my kids by, like, my own actions or them, like, seeing me do things. And here we go. Um, okay. I'm just going to fast money these because I don't think Holly wrote these down, but I just wrote them down because I like them. I'll input. Okay. Um, prior, I, I kind of talked about this, but prioritizing time with your family. Like, you can't just go to your room. You can't have the dinner with the phone. Like, you... This is your family time, and it's important to, like, recognize that and, like, form that bond. Um, Being kind to people. And I kind of think about this, like, being an example with my friends or whoever's around the house, like, being really nice. Because then your kids see that, and they want to act like that. And then also making sure that they're not the bully in school. Not So true. (laughs) It's so easy to just, like, be like, hey, you know, third grade teacher, like, my kid has friends, right? Not saying it in, like... (laughs) I guess that goes against what I said about not involving yourself, but that's really just making sure that your kid is not mean. Like, it's yeah, just pure. But I feel like you would know. They would be a brat. Yeah, exactly. Um, next, we got being generous or selfless. My dad always had me bring extra things. If we needed something for school, like, the teacher was like, don't forget a stuffed animal tomorrow. My dad would always say, okay, bring two or three because someone's going to forget. Like, it's just something good to, like, tell your kids or giving them extra um money if like at lunch because they know some kids gonna forget the money or the parents will forget the money for the kids and like I don't I can't I honestly paid for a lot of people's lunches and it's like that's like the best thing during the school day I feel like oh I don't have any more money on my account it's like 
no problem i'll pay for you like no like just something yeah. small like that is so important to having kids or just doing things for others without asking like turning off the lights or closing the door i don't know um and then we got teaching kids about money teaching your own kids about money or like being spoiled and i don't know i was listening to this podcast and they were talking about how whenever the kid gets a new toy they have to exchange a toy and give it to charity or whatever so it's like you never have like a surplus of toys like you have to learn that like you're gonna have to give things up if you want more or the newest thing you know and then we got not just getting all the name brand stuff like there was no reason in like fifth grade I, I love justice but I also had I had the old navy I had the Kohl's had the Walmart the see Target. those are still like name brand though to me like I feel like that's Walmart and Target not Walmart and well, like, no just like the bi- but like, I'm saying like I don't know I feel like I was thinking about how uh, I was talking to my mom about this the other day. Anything I ever wore was fr- a hand-me-down from my cousins or my siblings. Yeah, I had hand-me-downs too. I don't sister. think I ever got my own new things. She wanted we she wanted us to have little things that we liked, but um, we did. I, I there wasn't like I wasn't getting an entire Lululemon outfit when I was gonna grow out of it next year. Like it just doesn't add up. And my I just, parents were like that with shoes too. And it's like, cause they'd be like, well, your, your feet are still growing. And I'm like, but I need shoes. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, it's like, you get yeah. like one new pair. No, I feel like I'm not giving myself, my parents enough credit. Cause they got me, I wanted, like, I was happy with my clothing, but I understood from an early age. Like if I'm buying, if I'm buying black leggings and I want Lululemon, they're either going to be your entire Christmas, like your big Christmas present, yeah. or you're going to get the gap ones and be able to get more stuff. Like it's just, it doesn't add up. And then well, and now I feel like. For my kids, I'm still going to be thrifting. I'm still going to be, yeah. you know. I used to go to Play-Doh's Closet all the time with my dad. Literally all the time. It was, like, that was our kind of, like, Saturday activity as we'd go buy a shirt from Play-Doh's Closet. It was so fun. Um, then we got freedom. Just giving our kids freedom because, it, to be honest, I literally could have gone off the deep end with how much freedom I had. But I chose for myself kind of the life I wanted. And I just knew that if I took advantage for all that, obviously making mistakes but not taking advantage of the trust my parents gave me and going and doing stuff that I knew what isn't good for me and I feel like if you have a kid with that I don't know just instilling that mindset of like trusting them but and like not getting involved in their drama with friends I think there's maybe just a few very critical times where my mom has ever gotten involved with like friend drama but like just see my mom never has I think it was like a deal that just like the parents all got involved and it was like okay mom I might need you but it was like no I'm not my mom's not gonna help me sort out and argue with my friend I I I didn't even tell her about half the arguments I have with my friend because it's kind of not the things that you have to just figure out as a kid and like build up that skill and giving advice to them but letting them sorting out themselves that's my mentality and then we got modesty I don't know my parents were really big on this like I did a little spin every day in elementary school to make sure my butt wasn't showing. It's, it's <laughs> yeah. not, it's very specific, but it's just, I don't think it was about that, but I think it was because we're in elementary school, obviously, but it's me thinking that like, I don't have to show off my body. That's not me. I'm more than that. Like I'm more than the clothes I'm wearing. Like I want people to see me for like my personality and not, you know, yeah. get clouded. Cause you know how other people think in their head. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I just, I feel like my thing. parents, you know, we're going off of that same ideal and just kind of how you 
attract the energy you put out. So if you don't you want people to think of you like that, like don't necessarily, I don't know. It's, it's a tough argument because I can completely see both sides. But it's a touchy subject, but personally it's helped me realize that like, I w- like people respect me and like me for who I am yeah, and not same. like, and that is exactly how I feel. Like, I feel like that I dress modestly just because I want to know that people like me for me and not. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Like, it's not like, I don't want people think about me to think about what I wear and like what I show off or like, I don't know. Yeah. It's a, it's touchy, but it's not about the fact that it's not the showing off thing. It's just it's like, not, we're not talking about whether it's okay or not. It's about how we feel there's just more in a kid, a young kid it. to think about than what they're wearing in that regard. Um, and then we got the integrity. You have to let your kid figure out, okay, I'm talking like I'm a parent. What the heck? <laughs> like, they're going to learn to not gossip be- and burn bridges that way because it only comes up to bite you. And then, like, telling the truth to people around you. There's just, like, a way to just be y- your true self in front of everybody. I don't know how you teach that because, I mean, honestly, I've learned it from experience in the best way I can. Obviously, I still mess up, but. I don't know. I don't know how to instill that in a kid. I think I just want that for my kid. And then last but least is just respecting our parents. Like I just, this somehow you got to be the friend. You can't even be the friend. You have to be like the obviously loving parent while also being someone they fear, respect, and like look up to. It's, it's a weird balance, but yeah, I literally am so sorry. I've been talking so long. One last thing that my mom told me to say, because she, was involved in the making of this episode is that she said that like young children, even teenagers don't appreciate how much energy it takes for a parent to parent and mm-hmm. like create their child to be a good person or, you know what I, mean. mm-hmm. I said that in the worst way possible, but she was like the time and money and it's constantly in your head. She told me this and I didn't even think about it that much, which just shows how much it is, but I just don't realize that like, when, even from like probably till middle school, your parents like every time they do something, they're thinking my kid is watching me. I want to set a good example for my kid. I want them to be a good person, and that's yeah. a lot of brain power to use and focus on your kid, and like making them a. Pr- they're like the priority in your life because now it's your job to to raise up this good human being, and that's a lot of time. And kids don't appreciate that. Yeah. Okay. Crazy stuff. Um. I wonder how old I'll be when I have my first kid. I don't know. It's so weird because how, mo- how old is your mom? Your mom was like, she was like 23, 24. And my mom was 35. <laughs> so. She was like that old when she had me. Oh, what? She was that old when she had me. She was 35, I think. Oh, I think it was she was 23 when she had you. I was like, <laughs> I wasn't doing the math correctly. <laughs> no, no. She had eight. Okay. I was, yeah. Okay. She yeah. was like 20. She was 24. Because then she would have been 24. I mean, 30. Okay, but your mom uh, was 35 and she had you? Yeah. Yeah. I think. I think uh, that's a whole other story thinking when you're ready to have a kid. But I don't know. I think this, this is a really fun episode. We went over an hour and 10. But I think it's fun for us to not worry about the time. I was kind of checking the time. Then I realized, why would I care if it goes 10 minutes extra when I feel like I just want to say all this? Yeah. To my future child. Yeah. Um, If you're listening to this, I love you, future child so weird because i don't even have the concept i feel like of unconditional love for that type of person <laughs> for my parents and my family but yeah but you don't know them yet i, I know mean, your kids listening to this and they're like she doesn't love me no 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 i do see this is so weird because they're probably going to listen to this this is yeah, so what's, weird all right what's one thing you want to tell your kid right now oh wow to just not be 
weird. Here, <laughs> I'll say, uh, no, keep I listening. I was so weird. What am I even saying? Yeah, I'm literally what? the weirdest human ever. Uh, I'll say, uh, just keep listening to the to the podcast episodes and abs- yeah, yeah, that's you're a sponge you're- absorbing this information. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. Literally, that's not true. I want my kids to be weird. I'm gonna cry if my kids aren't weird because I feel like I'm gonna be weird. Um, what would I want to say to them? I hope you like your name because I've been thinking about it for 25 years. Um, <laughs> yeah, I hope. I hope there's no one in your class or in your grade that's named the same thing as you and you feel unoriginal. <laughs> Isn't it so weird that you have no clue what your kid is going to look like or act like or it be like? It scares me that I won't know what name is going to be popular. Cause it's what if so true. I pick a generic name that's non-generic at the time. What if like Mildred is back in style? I can't. Oh my God. I'm that's literally like- going to scream right now because i was thinking last night about um so i was thinking i'm like should i ask Sierra what her uh favorite names are and then i was like if i were to answer that question i would say that i want um a name that's old but not an old person's name and i was like mildred is what comes to mind as a name that i don't like that's an old lady but then something like rosemary i could see myself naming my kid that timeless names but not like elderly names you know what i'm saying but to your kids, they probably won't sound elderly, and I, I think feel like I don't want my all my parents had the same uh, reasoning or like basis that they were going off of for our names. They said they wanted it to be um, on or they wanted it to be uh, unique. unique, but to a point where when you hear it, you're not like what? Yeah, like all of our names can't be mispronounced. Nathan, Kyle. No, I'm thinking no, I more know. like Reed, Amber, Holly. Yeah. Those are pretty like uncommon names i don't know any ambers but it's like you never do a double take you're like what did she say yeah you're just like but i don't think nate or kyle was that popular when they named them that but now i know a couple they're just ahead of the curve but i think i don't know it i don't know that many to be honest which is odd to say but um i yeah i think it's i just think it's weird because i was talking to my dad i was like you even when we were a toddler we look so different than we were now and you just have no clue what human you're literally gonna produce yeah so we hopefully hopefully i mean such a blessing if you have a kid but because there's just so much that can go wrong you hear so many horror stories but just like when you have a healthy child just like my dad said that's the only thing he was worried about and i'm like i think you were just lazy and didn't want to think about parenting but i was um that was almost i was almost two months early yeah i think i was i was a preemie wait can we say our uh our baby weight and then like not say anything after it and then just end the episode before, yeah because i asked sierra this yesterday and she like didn't tell me before it, we say this go give us a five stars and leave us a review and just say whatever because i don't think we can see your names that's a lie we can see your names but just leave a review and give us five <laughs> stars because it takes one second okay let's say it wait you say it first and i'll say it. i was five pounds i was nine pounds five ounces bruv <laughs>